let's see here. All right. Hey, girl, how are you? I'm great. And how are you, Misty? Doing good, doing good. I uh, It's kind of been crazy end of the year, right? Uh, it's cuckoo-cachoo end of the year. Yes, I know. Trying to wrap up everything, get everything really kind of, you know, you try and the hustle and bustle, trying to put it all together and put a big bow on it for the holidays. I think sometimes we stress ourselves out a little bit too much. Yeah, there might not be bows. I'm just saying it might just be wrapped up and stuffed in a bag with some crumpled up, slightly ripped and used tissue paper. Yeah, I actually did that today. True statement. Madison was headed to, and I was literally like, I actually got another gift. I took its tissue paper and was crumpled it up and was like, okay, this is going to do. Right. So (laughs) we do not need to wrap it up with a bow. It can just simply have crumpled up tissue paper. Yes. Yes. Well, I want to say thank you for doing this today, especially right here around the holidays. This is my very first hygiene happy hour. So, and I, I, I'm your first, you're my first. And I thought you'd be awesome because, you know, first off, you're so much fun and I love that about you. So, I mean, you're everything like uh, hygiene happier on brand, as we would say, and, you know, and so super excited. And, you know, it's all about like, first off cocktails. So I did make a cocktail. Do you have a cocktail? I have a cocktail. So what'd you bring? What'd you make? Uh, My daughter made me an Aperol spritz. Ooh, I love those. You know, I didn't, I had never had those. So I went to Europe this year. Yeah. Aren't they delicious? Yes, they are. So now I mine's a little like fancy. So I'm here in the Star Wars bar as we like in, we have a bar here at our house. So it's the Star Wars. And so in honor of Brendan, my husband, I did bourbon. So make us mark. Um, And it's apple juice. And it also has like a little bit of salted uh, caramel vodka and also a little sour apple vodka. So two ounces of that. And then it also has, I don't know if you can see it, but it actually has sparkles too. I don't know if you can really see that. But um, it has edible sparkles because the hygienists bring the sparkle. I love it. Right. And so that right there is really kind of my cocktail for for this uh, very first one. I also brought this fascinating new moonshine that I just got. Oh, peppermint and patty. Peppermint patty moonshine. It's, it's And it goes with your nails. Look at your I nails. Did my nails. So, yeah. so it's made here in Virginia. I live in Virginia. And so I have some a peppermint patty moonshine with me. Mm, yummy. Well, now this is Maker's Mark. So I, I, this is one of his like signature like cups. So I, I did that as well. Now, being in Virginia, have you ever done the Kentucky bourbon trail? Um, so I just, no, just that one time when I've only been to that one bourbon place with you, you and I went together with Tanya. Oh, yes, that's right. We did. We did. I forgot about that. That was great. Wasn't it? Oh, oh, well, yeah. That was super cool. I mean, super super bougie, super bougie. I know. Well, um, so in preparing for this, so friend, we have been friends and we've met, but, but I was like, okay, I'm going to do a little research on Amanda. Oh, what, what did Google say about me? Is well, it no. true? Is it not true? Is it true? Is it not true? Oh, and by the way, as part of uh, Hygiene Happy Hour, we do have like some fun little activities that we'll do along the way. Oh, I'm so and sorry. so I don't know what they are. Uh, it's just going to be random. So okay. there's things in here like, um, like where we have to like name movies or okay. like names of dogs and we'll go back and forth and whoever does it, like who like hesitates okay. and they lose and they have to drink. Okay. <laughs> right. right. All right. All right. But before we get started with that, I want to talk about a little bit about you. So you've been a hygienist now for over 26 years. Yep. All right. And your kind of love for waterline and how you became this waterline warrior 
was back in 2017, you went to a course and kind of fell in love with it. Tell us a little bit more about that because well, that I was like, you yeah, know, because I, I think so many people think like, oh, have you been doing this for like a really right. water lines for like years and years and years. Right. But you have successfully, I mean, from 2017 to now, you are the water line. I mean, you have a cape. I have a cape. I have a you cape. You have a legit cape. I have a legit cape. So, so what happened was we were living in Europe. My husband is retired military. We're living in Europe and we moved back to the States. And I took my, I, you know, came back to the States and, um, you know, joined up with my local ADHA component because, you know, when you move back to, a, or you move to an area, you got to find your people. And that's a great way to find some people right it's away. It's a great right? way to find your people. Yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today had it not be for being a member of ADHA. Exactly. So I go to my ADHA component meeting, like, okay, I'm going to make some friends. Um, and the first meeting happens to be just regular, you know, the infection control update. So I listen to this guy, he gives the whole update, Louis DePaula gives the whole update and he mentions water lines. And I was like, huh, I don't know that. And so I went into my office the next time I worked and I was like, Hey, are we doing that? And they said, uh, no, we didn't know that either. And so I was like, well, can I, can I research it and get the stuff and do it? And thank goodness my dentist was like, yeah, that's awesome. You're oh, sure. And so I, you know, did some research. I took another CE with John Molinari and I got, you know, I got, I figured out how to do a bleach shock. I ordered some test kits. Like I figured out what a tablet would be. And so I came up with a plan and I started to do it. And I, you know, doing the whole, like trying to pass the test. We failed, we failed, we failed. Finally, I passed. And, you know, you're much like me, Misty. Like all of a sudden, like when you're learning something you're excited about, you got to talk to everyone about it. <laughs> Yeah. So like the next hygiene, you know, like, oh my gosh, guys, are you doing your water lines? Cause I'm doing my water lines. Is this what I've been doing? Blah, blah, blah. And, and they weren't doing it either. And so then it just mm. became sort of this thing that I felt the need to like start telling people about and it and worked out perfectly that it seemed like a lot of people didn't know what to do. And I kind of got to quickly be an expert because there's nothing like experience to make you an expert. True that. Right. Yeah. I say there's nothing better than street cred. Right. Yeah, right? and it was like it was there and doing it, learning it. I'm doing that now here with this podcast as yeah. I'm like trying to figure it out because this is so out of my like realm of anything I've ever done. Um, and just trying to figure out like what to do. I mean, I like I said, you're so you used to have your own podcast. I did for like yeah. two years. I did over a hundred episodes. That's amazing. Um, and it was fun. I loved it. Yeah, and your podcast was called the five your the dental top five. Oh, the dental top five. Or dental top five. You can still find it. It's still out there. It Maybe is, one is. day I'll resurrect it. Who knows? Maybe so. I would love to see that because I yeah. actually watched one of my favorite episodes that you did had to do with um, new grads and really oh, kind yeah. of giving them the new grads because I think that's also one of the things that they don't understand when they get out. Yep. You yep. Know, and that was Beth Shaw. Yeah. And yes, it was. Grad. Yeah, she did a great yes. job. She did a fabulous job. Yeah. So- so with water lines, so today, right? Like if, so, you know, hygiene, you know, for me, it's all about like hygiene happiness, right? And I think the biggest re reason why hygienists, why we are is we really generally care about people. Yep. And I think that that's the main thing and that you don't want to harm anybody or hurt anybody. So, no. you know, water lines can definitely harm people. And so we want to learn, like, how can we, you know, care for our water lines to help our patients? So what are some things like for people who don't have any type of water? Because still to this day, we know that there's a lot of dental offices that are not looking at their water lines. Yep. You know, I'm in Georgia. So we've had a couple issues here in Georgia, not to call yes, us out. Have. 
Yes, we have. Yes, um, and so as a state, you know, we just, you know, created some rules around that, some education that they'll have to do next year. I did follow up on that for you. Um, so we'll hold out um, okay. until 2024 and it'll get posted for that. But that being said, for like hygienists that, you know, are like listening to this and kind of learning and not, you know, as familiar, because you got to think about it. 2017 was kind of the first time you kind of learned right. about it. And that's really not that long ago. And no. things take years to really cycle in, right? Yes. So tell us what they could do, what we can do in in our practices, you know, to be able to help us, you know, get that started. Because it seems like a, like if you've been in a practice for like 10, 15 years, or even if, you know, that practice has been going, you're like, oh, gross. Like, where do I even start? Where do you start? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. I probably get an email at least once a week from someone that says, oh my gosh, we're not doing anything. So don't, if, if you are in that group that you're like, oh my gosh, we're not doing this. Don't, don't feel bad. Just start taking action. And the first step to actually take um, would be to test your water, see how it's doing. Um, there's a couple different ways to test your water. You can get in office chair side test kits. Like one of these little puppies. I know. And I love those. I love whatever you go everywhere. I, love I know. I love you. testing water everywhere. I know you do. And then too, I love when you go through Atlanta because you always take that. So last time I was right. like, I got to take a video because you're, this is like your spot. It it's is like my spot. Me, the hill spot. Yep. Between gate, between Congress, uh, a, a and B. Or a and B. Yeah, a and B. In the rainforest. Yeah. So you can use an, an, an in-office chairside test, or you can do a mail-in test. A mail-in test is going to give you more specific bacteria. If you are just beginning, go ahead and grab a chairside test order one from your favorite dental distributor, um, take a chairside test and see what happens with your operatory. In your hygiene op, the first thing to do is count up kind of how many lines you have that get water. You probably have an air water syringe, you have a power scaler, maybe you have an air polisher, maybe you have a line that you can hook a handpiece up to, um, maybe you have an assistance air water syringe. Not that you have an assistant because, you know, who has that? Show you that, but right. I do think that's happening. Going to be the next mode because we're oh. really short. We're going to in oh, order yeah. to care for citizens. Yes, we're yeah. going to need no. to change up our models a little bit. So let's pretend like you have five lines in your operatory. So what you're going to do is do what's called a pooled sample, and you're going to take like a fifth, a fifth, a fifth, a fifth, and a fifth, and a fifth, five. Yeah, so you're going to take five portions of kind of equal water. Put the test paddle back in. Lay it down for one minute to let the stuff soak into the membrane. And then dump the water out and let it incubate for 48 to 72 hours. Check it at 48 and check it at 72. You will see some red dots grow on this if there's any kind of bacteria growing. That'll give you an idea of where you're at. If this thing is covered in red dots, you're going to have to do a lot of shocking to really be able to rid those lines of biofilm. And I, I call it the triple shock. You need to like get rid of the protective layer of biofilm, the virulent layer of biofilm, and then like the the damaged hidey hideout layer of biofilm that new biofilm loves to hide in. So you'll do a triple shock, lots of shock products on the market, follow the directions, do what they say. Um, and then, so then once you shock, then figure out what kind of treatment product you want to use a tablet or a straw or a liquid or, you know, what works for you again, follow the instructions for use. Um, but a good rule of thumb is to test monthly, until you pass for two consecutive months and then your office can move to a quarterly testing protocol. 
So Amanda, when you talk about like a fifth, a fifth, a fifth, right? Yep. You're talking like a little bit from every operatory. No, no. What What do you a mean? A little bit, a little bit from every line in one operatory. Oh, in one operatory. Okay. Yeah. Thank because you for clarifying that. Because I was like, hold on, are you. we doing yeah. like a pulled set sample? We're doing a pulled sample from one water source. So more okay. than likely, more than likely you have a bottle on your chair that you fill up with water. Right. Maybe you don't. We can talk about that in a second. But more than likely, you have a bottle on your chair. And so you want to test from one water source. So that way you're not going around your office. Because if you fail, all the lines failed, you're going to have to shock. If you pass, you know you're good to go. If right. you jumped from op to op to op, you're not going to know which op was the failing op. Because you're going to have one op fail. I still have an op randomly that will fail in my practice. And we clearly know what to do, right? Right, right. So 60 or 61% of treated lines, 61% of the lines that offices that are doing what they think they're supposed to be doing still fail. It's biofilm. I mean, it's a beast in our patient's mouth. It's a beast in our water lines. It's the same. Right, right. Right. So do that for every single operatory. Testing is the only way for you to know if your water's safe. No matter what protocol you have cho chosen, you have to test it. Right. It's sort of like, you know, there's clues that we can have that our patients maybe have perio disease, but the only way we know is to pick up a probe. This is your probe. That's a great way to put it. That that's your probe. Cause yeah. then once you probe, then you know what to do and how to treat it. Precisely. Yay. There you go. All right. All right. So while we take a break here and let's do here. So here's one. Okay. Oh goodness. This one says, are you ready? Okay. This is like Jimmy Fallon, right? Like, I you know, know. When they right? A little pressure. So starting with, okay. So it says we'll take turns naming a romantic comedy movie until someone hesitates or repeats a word. And then that person has to drink. Okay. Ooh. Okay. You go. Sleep is in Seattle. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, you, oh, you already lost. Woman. But I started, was like, oh, you already hesitated, man. You lost right now. I did. I totally lost. I drink. Pretty woman was where I was going. That's where you're going. Here, I'll 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 cheers with you. It was it was our test. Cheers, right? Right. Yeah. So when you first started this in your office, I mean, how long did it kind of take you to kind of really get your your office like fully up and running? Because you know, and then too, like let's say we tested our office and we're like, oh crap, we failed. Like how do you handle that? I mean, do you like shut down the office and you like, or what do you do? Like, okay. So it took a few months for us to get to a consistent passing without a doubt. Did we shut down the office in that time? No, we didn't. Okay. I will say if you, if you go ahead and test your lines and you fail and you shock right away, you will pass for a short amount of time before that biofilm starts to regrow. Because soon as just like in the mouth, soon as we're done, it starts growing right back. Exactly, exactly. So until you get to that point where you've really gotten a good, like, you know, you've really gotten that biofilm down. Now, Missy, you know, you talked about those couple cases in Georgia where children were sickened. Yes, by very much so. In water lines. And not yeah. just like sickened, like, <clears throat> oh, I need some, yeah. I need some antibiotic, no big deal, like whatever, I missed a day of school. Like these kids all had to have surgeries, lost, you know, some lost permanent teeth, disfigured, like yeah, we're talking really just yeah. We're talking big disfigured. deals, right? 
big deals, especially because these are kids. Like these this is kids. something that's going to last with them for the rest of their life. And I yeah. mean, I get that, that if it's an adult, but I don't know, I have this special thing about kids, like don't harm a kid. Right. And you know, um, yeah, it's, it's just really, we've got to, this is something that we have to start doing just to protect the public and protect yeah. our patients. So in all of those instances that have happened in the U S there are mm -hmm. other instances outside the U S but in all the instances in the U S it's all, all of these illnesses have happened, all these sicknesses, all of these infections, I should call it infections. Cause they were like, literally like, like cysts anyway, have happened when these children have been having pulpotomies. So like a baby root canal. Mm -hmm. If you are performing any kind of surgical procedure and or pulpotomies, you must be using sterile water through sterile tubing or disposable syringes set up for sterile water. So anything that you're doing surgically, ensure that you are do using sterile water. We're talking surgical implants. We're talking, we're talking implants. We're talking surgical extractions. We're talking bone, you know, things like that. Anything where right. you are like, make sure you're using sterile water. Cause that you're just upping your risk factor right there. Right. So let's say though your office fails, right. And you're like, Oh my gosh, do we need to shut? We have to cancel patients like for months and months and months. Yeah. And that's, I think where a lot of people's fear is they're kind right. of scared to find out. Right. So if I never test, I never know. So exactly. And I think that's what like people are always like, oh, but if I test and right. I'm like, yeah, but we should because it's the right thing to do. Right. If you fail a test, I mean, I've gone in on a Sunday night, like I'll take a test. I'll, I'll test our, our lines on a Thursday. My 72 hour mark is Sunday. I see a fail. I'll run in Sunday night and shock the lines. And I know that we're fine for Monday because I've shocked the lines. So as long as we're shocking on a regular basis, yeah. I mean, yeah. as well as testing, but yes. shocking. So if we got a negative, we shocked, then that we should be pretty, pretty comfortable, like taking care of our patients the following day. Yes. Now, okay. if it's a really bad fail, I'm telling you, do the triple shock. So depending on what product you choose, it might be three nightly shocks, overnight shocks, or it might be three, three, 10 minute shocks. It just depends on which product you use. I gotcha. So but really get a really good shock in there. So you're sure that you're going to be, that you've gotten that biofilm out. Oh. Well, um, so how many, so um, I know you speak about this all the time and um, so much so that even when I've been in meetings and stuff, they've been like, who's this Amanda Hill, right? She's like, and I'm like, oh, the waterline. I was like, she has a cape, the waterline warrior. Yeah. I call you the waterline warrior. Kind of like when I, I talk about, uh, Tina Clark. I'm always like, oh, Teacher yeah. Tina. I don't yeah. even like to say I'm like Teacher Tina. Teacher so Tina. I'm like, for you, you're no longer Amanda Hill to me. You're like the waterline warrior. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so tell us a little, I mean, what kind of gave you the whole idea with the cape and, you know, just oh, you really have Emily like, Bogey made me the cape. It was oh, all Emily Bogey. Yeah. Oh, I love Emily. Isn't I got a cape in the mail from Emily Bogey that said waterline oh, warrior. God, I love her. And there I am now, the waterline warrior. Waterline warrior. And I love it. You wear it well. Yeah. So it's so we go. perfect for you. Yeah. All right, Chicky. So here's our next one up. Okay. All right. Start with same thing, taking turns. This time we're doing dog breeds. Oh, okay. So I'll go first. Pickanese. Fox Red Lab. Uh lab. But I guess Yellow Lab. Huh? Yellow Lab. Yellow Lab. Uh uh, a poodle. Black lab. 
<laughs> Yellow lamb. <laughs> Golden retriever. A Frenchie. Skipper King. Bulldog. <laughs> Cockapoo. I'm saying the 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 dog that's a long a long dog. The, the, Dachshund. A hot dog. The hot dog. Dachshund. A Dachshund. Hot dog. A Bernie's Mountain Dog. A Bernie's Mountain Dog. Shepherd. Saint Bernard. Oh, you got me. <laughs> I need to All work right. on these. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. 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 So uh, just catching up. I mean, what's happening with fame? I got your Christmas card, by the way. I loved it. Your family is so pretty. I love just everybody. They look everybody like the Christmas card was gorgeous. It's and been the beautiful. wedding was beautiful. beautiful I just, wedding. Yep. it was a beautiful wedding. Yep. And I tell you what, it's just been really cool to just watch you over this year of 2023. Cause I mean, as we wrap it up, gosh, so much has happened this year. It's been a good year. It's, it's been, been a great year. It's been a really good year. Yeah. It's been a really good year. As a leader, I've kind of been trying to, you know, take the time to reflect on the year and kind of figure out like, you know, what I'm looking for, what I'm, for 2024. Yeah. I think that it's always a good time. You know, I know everybody's Absolutely. always talking resolutions and yep. stuff, but I think more than resolutions, I like to reflect. I think that's a good, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever do like picking a word for the following year? You know how people do that? They pick a word. Well, let's, what's your word? So, well, I've been thinking, I've been reflecting on this year, uh -huh. you know, and, mm -hmm. and had lots of, you know, this was my first year, full first year, like being totally an entrepreneur, right? Just, and I love that. It's been so fun to watch. Like watching you this worked. past year. Yeah. I am like such a big cheerleader of you. I just love hygienists. And I want, there's such a, you know, I think so many hygienists are doing so many great things. And so I just love supporting. I mean, they are, right? Yeah. Think about like some really cool things. I've seen some, some amazing hygienists really pop up this past year in the hygiene community, you being one of them. And it's just been so amazing to just see. And so proud of you because I know that when you really kind of took that leap of faith, you know, and a lot of hygienists, you know, because you were doing clinical practice, you were right. doing a little bit of everything. And um, you started speaking, you had your podcast and this and you kind of you worked for a distributor. Yep. And you were just like, you know, I'm going to kind of go on my own. And I thought it was so brave of you. And then just to see your success and you have been killing it. Like cheers to Amanda Hill. Thank you. It has been a I know, good, right? exciting. It has been a cool year. Yeah. My team loves you. Mm. OMG. I love your team. Yeah. I saw Stacy or uh, Stacy uh, was commenting about something and she was like, I love Amanda Hill. Oh, you're, you're, you were in a commercial. Oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. she sent me your commercial. That's what it was. It's all like, over. I like every time I scroll social media, I see my face. I'm like, look, there's my face. So was that where is that commercial? Because she sent it to me. Where 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 is it broadcasting? You know, it's it's all over social media. It's just it's it's paid ads. It's for Dove Dental. It's for their um their Capdol device. Yeah, for the cap for the amalgam. See, yeah, yeah, for the amalgams. Yeah, instead of having an amalgam separator, you can use their Capdol device. I thought that was actually a really cool idea because you have we have amalgam separators, but that seems right. like a much cheaper option. It's too. a cheaper option, and and from a safety perspective. I don't think we pay enough respect to some of the things that we do in dentistry. Um, mm -hmm. We don't pay enough respect. I don't feel like to our disinfectants, which I think down the road, we're going to figure out that those maybe aren't so good for us. Um, oh, yeah. And I also don't think like 
now we're asking probably assistants to go out and change an amalgam separator. Yes. And I just had a situation in an office where this occurred, where they were changing out the amalgam separator and it like kind of blew up all over it them. It does. And it was like a disgusting like hazard. It's right? a hazard. That's a hazard. It's a hazard. And we had to like shut down everything and it stinks. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. And so awful. when I actually, Stacey sent me the ad, I was like, oh, that's really cool. We need yeah. to look at that because right yes. now we do have amalgam separators in every practice. Right. And so, and so think about it. You only have to pull out that suction tip. It, it has an amalgam separator in it. Like, mm -hmm. and it, so it captures the amalgam, like right at the patient's mouth. So you only need to pull that suction tip out when you're doing an amalgam procedure, which for most offices is typically only when you're removing amalgam because right. very few are placing amalgam still. There are some, but very there few are, are some, but very few. You yeah, are very correct. few are placing. So now you're only pulling it out when you're removing an amalgam filling. And then you just take the whole thing and you throw it into the prepaid box and done. And now you don't have to deal with the maintenance of the amalgam separator. Did you ever notice when the amalgam separator got put in your practice, like all of a sudden your vacuum didn't suck like it used to suck? It doesn't suck the same. I, no. I will. Yeah. Yeah. And so taking that out, your vacuum is back to what it's supposed to do. And then you only need to do that thing. So I think it makes sense. But yeah, but I did do a commercial for them because it's a that good was really cool. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, as far as like hygiene happy hour, what to you, like as a hygienist, what makes you happy? Learning. 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 I do too. You know, yeah. I think that's one of the key things uh, I think that's helped in my career is just yeah. being constantly learning. Yeah. Right. Really helps with that burnout, helps keep it oh exciting and yeah. innovative. Right. Because if you, if you hygienists, like if you hygienists watching this right now, if you hygienists are cleaning teeth, you're not learning. It's time to get learning because there is so much more that you're doing. Than clean. Oh, so much more. And I and think that hygienists open patients' eyes too, and they will be like, whoa. Like my patients, you know, it got to the point where they would sit in my chair and be like, all right, what's new? What are you learning now? Like, what's what's the next thing? Like, what I love that. And and so and it keeps you excited and it keeps you like it. There's a reason that you're doing what you're doing. You are not just picking tartar. No, I know, right? I hate that. I hate when um, people are like, oh, you're just a hygienist or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm an oral health care provider. And I really do think that hygienists are, I really think we're at this brink, right? Like I in do. this, I do. at the very beginning. And I really am so excited about what the next 10 years are going to bring. Yeah. I mean, with so much things, you know, happening, but just hygienists in general, I think are the most critical healthcare provider because yeah. Honestly and truly, I mean, think about it. Our patients come to see us more often. They go see, I go see a doc in the box anymore, right? Yeah. Like, do you go to, do you have like a regular doctor? I don't. I yeah. mean, my kids do because they're yeah. sure. kids, right? You right. know, but as you get older, it's like, okay, I got, I'm sick. I'll go to the. I mean, I have, a, I have a lady doctor. I have a lady doctor. I absolutely yeah. have a lady. I just saw my lady doctor. Yeah. I had my mammogram and all those type of right. stuff that. You know, I, I see that on your birthday week. Uh, your right. birthday I always month. do that on my birth month. Right. It's very important. Yeah. You always do it on your birth week. month. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I do that, but nobody. And so really hygienists are one of the very first people to like really notice things and, you know, check out the medical history and talk to patients about things. And there's so many things that we can see in the mouth before you can see um, it. Otherwise, it, this right here is actually bringing up. I was watching another podcast. 
And in this spot, this is so off topic from our water lines, oh, but we're going with it. No, this uh, is all. And I, I should say that if somebody has like kids or something, this right here might be a little naughty. Um, but that might be listening. So Amanda's like, where is she going with this? Don't forget we had cocktails. Yeah. Uh, it is hygiene happy hour. So we right. can discuss whatever we would like. So cheers to that. Cheers. Um, but in this podcast, it was, I can't even think of who it was because it was just random, but it, it was a, and they were asking a dentist if they can see if somebody has, this is going way off. Um, as far as like, can you tell if somebody has had oral sex? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. And that's exactly what they were saying. And so they were talking about how many things that we can notice in the mouth before yep. you can notice them elsewhere. And I thought, I hadn't really thought about that, but yeah, I guess I have noticed that a time or two. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> and, and it was just because uh, they were literally like just laughing about it on this podcast with this dentist. And this dentist was like, no, no, you can, you can. So anyways. Yeah. But the secrets. There's secrets that we know that we keep. We're good people, right? Yes. We take care of our patients and we keep all your secrets. We will. We promise. <laughs> it, we promise. You know, one we of the things I, I miss uh, most about clinical practice is like just having those conversations with your patients that you kind of are like a therapist too, right? Oh, you definitely have a minor in, in therapy. That's, that's, you know, I honestly it. think that that's something we should actually take maybe a little bit more in school, because I think there's a lot of like, you know, also like conversations to help to motivate people and things like that. Right. So like when we're talking oh, about like educating your patients yeah. and you're saying like to you, oh, like, what did you learn? Right. So yeah. then I love that because that was honestly kind of something that motivated your patients too, because they were intrigued by what you were invested in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and when you, when you take the time to bring your patients into their care, it's, it changes everything. It does. Um, in fact, I, I saw this quote and I don't remember who it's by. Ah, shoot. Okay, it's by somebody famous. I'm sorry, famous person out there. And I'm gonna get the quote. <laughs> I'm gonna mess up the quote too. But it was something like when you when you take the eye out of illness and you bring in someone else, it becomes you put in a we mm -hmm. and it becomes wellness. Wellness. Ooh, I like so that. When you are alone, meaning your eye, that's your illness. Yes bring in others and you become wellness. And so when you approach your patient care, not like I know best or, you know, or it's their problem, but we are coming at this together. Mm -hmm. We, we are going to focus on, and, and that's when we can get to wellness. And that's when yeah. we can, you know, your patient's the expert on them. You're the expert on oral health. And so how can you take their life and mesh it with what you know and, and help co-diagnose together, help them own their problem. Um, help yeah. them see the plaque in their mouth where they're like, no, I just didn't brush after lunch. But yet you're using a, a two-toned or a three-toned disclosing <laughs> solution. And you're like, no, dude, this is 48 hours old. So let's talk about how we can do better. And and your patients really can get involved in their yeah. care and get excited about doing better. Well, and I think that's the thing is getting them excited about it, right? Because, I, you know, for so long, everybody has like, it's been like, oh, the body's over here and the mouth right. is, you know, its own like, Okay, we're here. Child, yes, right. It is, and I'm really excited. That's where I think this paradigm shift is going. Yeah. You know, we have lots of things that we didn't know about, and I always yeah. try and say, like, we're still really young. We are in our own profession, right? Yeah. I mean, dental yeah. hygiene's just been around 100 years, a little over yeah. 100. Yeah, and 
I mean, it's really kind of crazy that, I mean, Alzheimer's this year, we kind of came out. What else came out? Uh, I, the one, the erectile dysfunction. Oh, yeah. That, that always gets the guy's attention. But I, I know that one is definitely yeah. a motivator for the guys. We They're definitely like, have what? Um, what? colon cancer, without a doubt, a huge connection to colon cancer. Um, definitely Alzheimer's. We think, we think even like um, anxiety and, you know, and mental health, certainly heart disease. We know diabetes. Um, mm -hmm. But we, but we are getting to understand inflammation and that's the big thing, Misty. And, and I, I think I'm a little ahead of you having graduated from hygiene school. And so maybe you weren't in this school of thought, but for a long time, bleeding was okay. Bleeding was like, oh, she's a bleeder. And these are things that I thought. Well, yeah. Like, and that's one of the things I think too, with, uh, cause you've been in, I've almost 20 years. So okay. you got a little bit on me, but yes, you're right. Exactly. When we kind of got out of school, it wasn't like it was that big of a deal, but right. then as we've, you know, grown in our profession, as we've learned more, right. we now know that bleeding is, it's a sign. You know, I always say, Hey, if you brushed your hair and your scalp led, would you be concerned? Right. Like Missy, I, I was listening to a podcast, in fact, just the other day, like, and they were saying how many bleeding spots is acceptable. And as I'm speaking to the podcast, as if they can hear me, my question was, you know, to the to the host, how many bleeding spots is acceptable in your mouth? I yeah. mean, how many bleeding spots do you want in your mouth, Misty? Exactly. I want zero. Mm -hmm. I want none. Yeah, I want none, right? Yeah. I know. And, and there's some so, really cool if things. If I want it for myself, I should want it for my patients too, right? Right. No, fair. Right? Because you should yeah. treat them like how you want to be treated. So yeah. you, if you're not going to accept it in your own mouth, why would you accept it in theirs? Right. Right. But I definitely think as we go into like 2024 and we go into, you know, what we're going to learn next year. I mean, I'm already excited and already like getting tickets for next year for like RDH under one roof and a couple of other things. Right. I'm so um, excited. Because I want to learn because I still think that there's so much coming out and I really see the rest of the world because I've been involved in some projects uh, with like the World Health Organization and kind of helping get oral health. These are some cool new things that are coming about, like utilizing. Um, I never knew like in Greece, they have over 100 islands. And so how do those people get care in some of those islands? And Maybe so with the World Health Organization. Tour, Misty. Should we go Pardon? on an island? You, we should go on an island tour. You we and should me. go on an island tour. I did go to Greece this year. And oh my gosh, Santorini. Have you ever been? No, and I really want to go. It's on my list. It is gorgeous. I will say yeah. it's very crowded though. Very, very okay. crowded. All right. So hold on. Let's go okay. in here. We already did the dog breed. I put it in the wrong spot. Okay. Okay. Now this one's kind of a fun one. I don't know. This one says the person with the biggest head drinks. Person. Oh, how how do we measure our? How head? do we measure who has the biggest head? I don't even know. I don't know. I think we have pretty equal size heads. I think we'll just cheers. We'll cheers to that one. Cheers. <laughs> like, yeah, because I'm like we don't. Oh, and the next one says everyone drinks. Oh well, then there we go. We're just we're just on top of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am super excited for dental hygiene. Um, and and I, I'm teaching at a school now. Are you teaching? I am. I'm adjunct faculty at a dental hygiene school. Just once a week. I somehow missed that. How did I miss that? I'm just helping a school. I needed some help. I needed some help. And, you know, who am I to say no when there's students? Well, and you help. know, there's a shortage of educators in the Huge. country. Huge. I mean, and we really have to do something. Yeah. Well, we really need to pay educators a little bit more because this is. We do. God, this is a little do. pathetic how much I'm making, but we're not going to talk about that. But no, and I will say that it's not just in dental hygiene though. It's just, yeah. it's dentists too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was oh, in yeah. Augusta at our uh, dental school, the only one we have here in Georgia. And they were discussing that, that that's the biggest yeah. hurdle with getting faculty is that the compensation is so poor. Yeah, my I daughter mean, actually makes more per hour than I am making. At, with 26 years? Yeah. Anyway, but I'm teaching now. And it's really fun to be able to bring into clinic, you know, some of these you know, new kind of, you know, what's happening, bring in new products, bring in new ideas and really just listen to these, you know, I, I want to call them babies. Not all of them are babies, but, you know, listen to them, mm -hmm. be excited and kind of spongy and be like, okay, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to make the difference. So I'm excited for this upcoming generation. Of Isn't that like, I think like when I think back, I don't know. I still think I have that same spunk. I had. Oh, I do too. I never I like fell in love with it. I was class yeah. president. Yeah. Um, I created this program called Wonder Wonder Smile, where, you know, we taught and educated um, students on their oral health. I mean, I just I just felt absolutely love. I mean, you could see that today. I mean, 20 years later, yeah. I'm still in love right. with it. Like yeah. here I am starting yeah. some new venture that's hygiene focused. Um, right. No, I love I mean, I love I love every month getting my RDH magazine. I read it oh, every yeah. month. I love going to conferences like you were, you know, talking to RDH under one roof. And um, um, that's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. Do you know who's doing the opening mega session this year for RDH under yeah, one roof? Who is? <gasps> Me. You are? OMG. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm super excited too. I, you are just amazing and fun. I could totally see you doing a skit. I could see you doing lots kicking of fun things with your yeah. kicking it off and getting it started. It I absolutely love that. Congrats, my friend. Thank you. Cheers. I'm and I'm now to the sparkly part of my drink. Ooh. I wish you could. See. Can you see the sparkles? Oh, I can. Oh, I love them. <laughs> I was like, because I was like, but I'm to the end of my cocktail. Brendan. 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 We need more. He was, he was just down here. And he's like <laughs> trying to be quiet. <laughs> well, I just want to say thank you so much for like coming on and being part of this. And oh my gosh, I, this has been so much fun. And thank you for your encouragement. Like I will say that honestly and truly the hygiene community, these women and men, right? Yeah. Because there's been, I have touched my, you know, when we talk about reflecting, like they have all touched you being a part of that group have touched my life this past year and I have grown so much and it's been so fun to watch all of you and see everything that you guys are doing. So, I mean, it really has been a phenomenal year. I mean, when I look back and just think about all the great meetings that I went to, all the things that I've learned, all the great new hygienists that I've met, I mean, it just really is. And I love the community that hygienists are creating. I think, you know, um, you know, somebody was asking me about what I loved about hygiene. And I said, I love the fact that we really are, I feel like we all support each other and that we do a really good job of doing that and yeah. raising each other up. Yeah. And so, you know, unlike, I don't know, I feel like in corporate America, sometimes things are a little cutthroat, but I don't yeah. feel yeah. that. Absolutely. In uh, this hygiene community that, you know, I, I'm a part of, and it really is just, it's an honor and amazing to see so many um, hygienists doing amazing things. Like, you it know, really we talked about cool. Emily Bogey, we talked about Tina, we talked about Amber Auger and, yeah. um, you know, I mean. If you're I willing to do the work, just, I mean, and yeah. that's the big thing first off, like, and Missy, you have been, I mean, you're doing the work and, 
you know, I hear from hygienists like, I want to do that. I'm like, all right, well, this is, you know, these are the things you yeah. got to do. So you got to be willing to do the work. And so got to be willing to do the work. And it's easy, but it's not easy. And it's, it's hard work. work. Like even what you're doing, like influencer and kind of like, you know, doing these things and repping products and, you right. know, teaching. I mean, all those different facets, each right. one has its own hurdle. Yeah. Um, fun and glorious fun. and can be right. And you can do lots of great things and so forth. But it's definitely something that takes some hard work, dedication yep. and passion. Yes. I think passion. And I think that's one of the things. Yeah. I think right, my, so, big, my big thing mm-hmm. is it takes, and one of my favorite words is curiosity. Curiosity. Yes. I think that's on your uh, card that you send out, don't you? Uh, it is. And it's, and I actually it have is. an entire, like, I actually have an entire lecture on curiosity. Um, oh, really? Fact, that's what we will talk about at the opening mega session under one roof is curiosity. Curiosity. Well, my thing is, is I truly believe that it's the crazy people who believe they can change or the, the world are the ones who do. Yeah. And that's my thing. All right. So before we end this, okay. you got to come up with a word. You, we started this and we yeah. never finished that piece. Okay. So my so word. What would be your word for 2024? Okay. So I just thought of it yesterday. So hopefully, I guess I'm committing to it now. Oh, well, you don't, I guess you don't have to. I mean, you still have a couple more days left, yeah. but. Okay. Right now I am toying with the word for 2024 to be alignment. Ooh. And the idea being to ensure that the projects and the things that I commit to and say yes to are in alignment with my goals and my value and that who I'm working with, we're congruent mm-hmm. with, you know, how we, how we feel and how we view the world and how we educate and things like that. And so those things are in alignment with what I'm doing that instead of like casting the wide net and trying to just say yes to everything, really making sure that things are in alignment with, with where I'm headed. Well, and I think that's good because I think that's the one thing um, I was watching like an Instagram. It said like all the things like not to do when you get to a certain age. And one of them was like not to say I'm sorry, you know, not to say yes to everything. Yep. And so I love that for you. Yeah. I don't know. You threw me off guard with uh, picking a word. I don't yeah. know. I have to, I'm trying to think, hmm, what should be my word for 2024? Yeah, where are you yeah. headed? What's the focus for 24? It's a tough I question. Mean, for 2024, I mean, I just, I want to grow. I okay. mean, I want to grow in, you know, I think that for so long, well, for the past couple of years, I've kind of been doing the same thing. And, you know, um, I love what I do, mm-hmm. but I definitely am looking for like some growth for myself um, and just looking to kind of get outside the box and get beyond what, what I've done before you know, do something new. I think that's the biggest thing for me is I like change. Yep. You know, anytime I do those um, personality tests, I'm a change agent. Yep. Yep. And so I think more than anything in 2024, I just want to keep heading towards that change and making a bigger impact in, in our profession. Anesthesia certified. I did get anesthesia certified. I can't wait. I'm talking to Tina tomorrow. We're doing a podcast and I cannot, that one's going to be a naughty because I already have like all these things because doing, um, that pot are doing uh, anesthesia with her. We had so much fun. We laughed. Our, I mean, oh my God, she has been a great partner. Thank you for introducing us. Of course. Again, because she about has changed my out. life yeah. and I hope to change hers and be I a part it. of her journey. Um, and it's just really been beautiful to see. I absolutely love her. I mean, it's just oh, been. Listen to that. The, the Georgia connection, Georgia approves anesthesia and Tina comes in and then Georgia makes everybody learn about water. And I come in, it's like, 
we're right be in your sphere. <laughs> yes, I did. You know, I haven't even thought about that, but we do. We're going to have to get you in here to do some oh, yeah. courses on that because, you know, I'm there. I know you are. And you'll be great and you'll fun and you'll cape it around and show us off. You'll fly in and rescue us from our water lines. And we will save the water. And we will. All right. Well, Amanda, it was great to have you on the first ever hygiene happy hour. Thank you, friend. I know I'm out. I'm, it's my cheers. last cheers. Yeah, I was slow. Yeah, no, I, this is my last one. So cheers. So thank you for that. And happy um, new year to you. Merry Christmas. Happy, happy Christmas. new year. Happy holidays um, to you and to the entire hygiene community. Cause I'm really excited about 20, what 2024 has in store for all of us. Cause it's, it's so going to be exciting. I can't wait. All right. I love you. And I really thank you for being a part of this and you have a wonderful holiday season. Thank you, friend. Love you too. All right. Bye. Bye.